Welcome to this Frequency Matters podcast. I'm Pat Hindle, and I'm here with Sherry Hess, Product Marketing Group Director at Cadence Design Systems. Welcome, Sherry. Hi, Pat. Happy to be here. So being involved in the simulation industry, you get to see the interesting ways that your customers utilize a software platform to innovate in many markets. So I thought it'd be interesting to cover some of those. But before we do that, could you introduce yourself to our listeners and maybe tell us a little bit of background about how AWR became part of Cadence? Sure. Let me kind of take the long way into answering that question. So I do want to talk about how I actually ended up being a woman in tech that led to AWR and then eventually to Cadence. For our listeners out there, it might be an interesting journey. I've always loved math and science, probably like all of our engineers out there from a very young age. And um, probably in my early college years, I'm like, hey, I want to be a math professor. I don't mean to insult any of the professors out there, but my dad said, you're not going to make enough money. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of pivoted and and stayed in electrical engineering at Carnegie Mellon uh, University. And when I graduated, there was a what they called graduate rotation engineering program at Intel, which afforded me the opportunity to see four different engineering facets within Intel in the period of a year. And I found that very interesting because, you know, you're, you're taking the classes and you're learning the theory in a way, but maybe other people understand. I didn't really have an appreciation for how it would be applied. So I did a couple summer internships at Westinghouse where my father was an engineer and had a little bit of experience, but the Intel opportunity, you know, I could interview for different facets. And so I took that spent about two and a half years in Arizona before the startup bug bit me and a friend or colleague from CMU at the time, Double E, was working at a startup called Antsoft. I have to think Antsoft because it's now Ansys. Moved back to Pittsburgh where I'm from, employee 20. And you wear many, many hats. And I spent 16 years there and took on a variety of roles, even spent five years starting the European division. Moved back to the U.S. and I don't know why I was crazy. I'm like, let's go to another startup and see if it could be successful. It was also in the EDA space. Um, It was a C to RTL compiler. Did not have such a happy ending. After about two years, uh, we ran out of cash. Uh, No more VC money coming in. And some people that I knew also, again, from CMU, my college years, he, he was a little bit older than me. Uh, reached out and said, oh, this is great news. You need to find another job because I've always wanted to hire you. Great news for him. (laughs) Yeah, I ended up at AWR and this is going back now to 2007. So AWR was still a private company and in 2011, 2012, got bought out by National Instruments, right? And spent a number of years at National Instruments working on, you know, traditional EDA, microwave design, right? No microwave office, VSS, Axiom Analyst as our products and working on kind of a design to test strategy with the company. Part of that design to test discussion pulled in Cadence, right? Being the big IC EDA tool in the market. And over the course of several years, it became quite obvious that maybe there was a little bit more synergy if all of the design software was actually part of Cadence and the test, right, remained with NI. So that led to the spin out just of the AWR group back in January of 2020 over to Cadence. And so now when you think about design software that's going to tie into NI's test instrumentation, right, Cadence on the design side, NI on the test side. So it makes sense that we were then spun out 
the beautiful thing, I don't know if it's beautiful, but that happened in January 2020. And then you remember in March, uh, everybody went work from home. Other thing I might want to add too, as well, is so now that I'm at Cadence, uh, when we came on board, I had responsibility for the AWR portfolio, of course. And about uh, not quite a year in, given my prior experience at Ansoft, right, with electromagnetic and even some multi-physics technology, my team and responsibility has grown. So I actually have responsibility for a suite of products that we call multi-physics analysis. And really what this is, it's a collection of products, it's actually newer products at Cadence, um, taking us into the systems domain, covering electromagnetic, thermal, signal integrity and power integrity, as well as the traditional RF microwave that um, is near and dear to my heart with AWR. So as you said, your products are kind of newer ones that have been added onto the Cadence portfolio, taking the company into kind of new verticals and industries. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so the systems design, right? Um, We use it to say that your design doesn't end at the chip, which is where Cadence has historically and continues to be quite strong, right? We put these chips into packages, the packages get put onto boards, multiple boards get put together. Sometimes you have some surface mount components, you have some antennas, right? It gets put into an enclosure. This is what we mean when we say systems, right? When you're designing these systems, um, another term we use is shift left. I'm sure you've written about it as well that these multi-physics analysis technologies have to be part of the earliest phases of design, right? You, you can't like wait until it's off into manufacturing to worry if you have an EMI, EMC problem, right? Or do you have a crosstalk problem? So all of these multi-physics analysis has to happen sooner than later, not only at the chip level, but we, what we call, and readers can see my air quotes, the system level, right? And when you start thinking about systems, These are really end products, which takes us into a lot of industries. So your car, right? Electric vehicle is a system. Your cell phone is a system, right? Your smartwatch is a system. It's just an end electronic product that is a collection of chips, package boards, whatever that comes together, ends up in the market as a product. We refer to that as a system. And now when you think of systems design, you can see our traditional semiconductor customers that we service and we love now is expanding to bring in additional verticals. And so one of them might be IoT and also biomedical. Are those some of the ones you covered? I know biomedical was added to the IMS 2018 in Philadelphia. So that's of interest to the um, microwave and RF crew. Can you tell us about any projects that Cadence is involved in in those areas? Yeah, I I find the biomedical or health, um, depending upon how you like to refer to that industry, it's exciting, right? I I think it's exciting because it's a a merger of different engineering disciplines, and we're pushing the envelope on new and exciting domains that will help people and humanity, right? So uh, there's two that come to mind. One is from a professor at Texas Tech, Chang Lee. He and his students were developing a smart radar for tracking tumors doing this so it wasn't um, invasive, no longer require surgery. I think that was really new or novel. Any, any of our listeners out there that have ever had to have some sort of surgery, if you can avoid it, um, that's your preference, right? Now, if we go to something a little bit more current, there was uh, maybe six months ago, a company in your neck of the woods, a pad in New England called Butterfly Networks. And they're actually uh, a startup developing a very innovative handheld ultrasound device. And they actually call it ultrasound on a chip system. 
Now, I didn't pay. I didn't pay them to, <laughs> to use all those words yeah, together. But, I have heard you know, of them. <laughs> they've come to use those words together, and it recently was cleared for use by the FDA. I think it's going to make a real uh, a real difference in our lives that this ultrasound technique becomes more accessible to more people, and they're really transforming the complex process of what they call point of care ultrasound systems to become better and more efficient. And our software, and in particular Clarity, which is a, our uh, 3D EM solver on my team was instrumental in allowing them to, to achieve kind of an optimum uh, design and go to market. So how about the automotive sector and EVs and the drive toward autonomous vehicles? What companies are you enabling in that area? So there, there's two, and I, maybe I like to talk about startups just because of my own trajectory. And Your so own background. They're going to be some startups. There's one um, in Texas called Under, and they're leveraging our software to create what they say is the world's first digital radar chip to make um, autonomous driving possible. It's integrating video, radar, and LIDAR to improve safety. Uh, I think they're only a few years old. Yeah, check out their site. Fascinating work that's being taken place there. And then another one that I'm familiar with is called MetaWave. I don't know if you've covered yes, uh, MetaWave as well. Um, the this, this story here, it's like funny how different facets of your life come together. Actually their CEO, Maha Achor, I met back in 2018 at a conference where she was speaking about um, EVs and driving and the risks. And I went up to meet her after and introduce her on behalf of women in tech, right? Women in microwaves, which is also something I'm passionate about within the MTT society. And we stayed in contact and they're doing a lot of things for autonomous driving, 5G applications. Um, again, a very exciting startup down in Southern California, a little bit closer to me. Both of these companies uh, we've done videos with on the Cadence site. We actually call them DWCs designed with cadence and you can uh, go to the site search for it. There are maybe five minute interviews with typically uh, the C-suite or VP of engineering explaining how they're using these tools to go to market with their system successfully. Yeah, those are great. I'll put a link to them in the description. Oh, super. Thank you. Yeah, we're very familiar with those because they're both in the automotive radar space. So we've had articles, I think, from both of them. Perfect. So uh, turning to 5G, it's finally here. Uh, any company in that area that comes to your mind that's kind of out of the norm? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a lot of companies in this space that are really pushing the limits of performance, right? With new manufacturing technologies to reduce footprints, insertion loss, support greater integration. Um, so again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about maybe some startups that don't get a, enough exposure. And so 3D Glass Solutions, I think you've probably covered them as yeah. well. They're abbreviated uh, 3DGS. So they're kind of a newish fab, right? Doing, and they have a number of interesting big company backers hoping to take advantage of their innovative process for high-speed and high-frequency applications, as well as advanced packaging with glass as the interposer and IPD devices for their high Q millimeter wave filters. And their CTO I've gotten to know over the years, Jeb Fleming, he's gonna actually be presenting, this is my shameless plug, at Cadence Live, <laughs> June 8th and 9th in Silicon Valley. Uh, he's gonna give about 20, 30 minute presentation on their process technologies, the innovative use models and how Cadence is enabling them to go to market um, with the compelling technology. Yeah, I love plug? their technology. It's one of the most interesting <laughs> I think I've come across in the last few years. 
Uh, then there's also another one that I've recently been put in touch with through Cadence. It's called Nano Dimensions. Yes. And are you, you've been following them yeah, as well? Yeah, we actually had them uh, give a talk at our last EDICon online. Super. So maybe you can talk about it. <laughs> <I can> interview <laughs> you now. But 3D now printed circuit boards. That's right. That's right. So they're going to do some really cool 3D printing technology, right, to create low loss interconnect structures. I think it's very new and novel. Really excited to see where they go as well within this industry. Yeah, I saw them at European Microwave Week. They were teaming up with a kind of an organization that's trying to bring additive manufacturing to the forefront to try to, you know, show all the applications and use cases that are really working out for Super. all the Super. different uh, applications. Yeah, and, you know, both, both of these companies and these applications, you know, going back to the talk about shift left of multi-physics analysis, they're really relying heavily on our electromagnetic and our thermal technologies to design their end products. Yeah, that's the one key thing is that, you know, these new processes have completely different parameters than the normal circuit design that people are used to using. Mm -hmm. So you really need to characterize and simulate it, you know, using the different um, performance and characteristics of those materials and the previous traditional ones that are used. Correct, correct. So that's why I think it's exciting, maybe because they're, they're pushing the envelope a little bit. And that's kind of exciting to follow and root for. So let's turn to with all the focus on the metaverse, you know, what companies have you worked with in that area? So I think this is a fun question. I'm like, I got to Google metaverse to make sure I understand your definition of metaverse, right? Uh, everyone has but, a little bit different one, I think. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if you, if you followed it, but about two years ago, Cadence acquired a company called Inspector, spelled I-N-S-P-E-C-T, capital A capital R for augmented reality. So what they do is you basically take your printed circuit board, right? And it's almost like you put on your, your VR glasses or your headset and you can fly through your board and it combines your EDA design images overlaid on the actual product. The claim is when you can overlay every aspect of design directly on the board, Inspector allows the engineering teams to interact with the hardware intuitively. So they can inspect, debug, rework, and assemble PCBs in less time without mistakes or frustration. I think there's a really, really cool um, use model for metaverse that's coming into our domain. Yeah, you can really get up close and personal with your circuit. You sure can. You sure can. <laughs> and then just, a, a, you know, the, you know, our, our world in uh, Microwaves RF is kind of small. Like I mentioned my connection with Maha at MetaWave, how I first met her, um, Jeb, right? We know people by their first name now and I throw out com companies and you've already interviewed them, right? We really are a, a tight-knit community. And I didn't even start talking about all my work within IEEE MTTS. Um, but when I'm talking to the gentleman from Inspector shortly after he was acquired and, and we're on a video waiting for a few people, I'm like, oh, welcome. You know, where do you live? He's like, I live in Manhattan Beach. I'm like, I live in Manhattan Beach. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And he was less than 10 blocks away. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, just a little fun story. I digress. <laughs> so what is the most unexpected project to you that Cadence has been involved in? So this one I find very exciting for two reasons, right? So, or maybe three reasons. So it's uh, Emirates Team New Zealand. I'm sure you haven't interviewed them yet. <laughs> I haven't, but I know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to fly down there and, and do a live video interview. And so now also as part of multi-physics, uh, computational fluid dynamics, CFD falls into that domain, right? And I have a colleague, that's his domain expertise. 
But when you start talking thermal, they really are coupled and important, right? So typically thermal is when it's a solid, right? But now the CFD adds um, fluids and airflow. So uh, the Emirates Team New Zealand uses our CFD software to model the performance of their America's Cup racing yachts. That's fun. I, I think that's really fun. Okay, so the second reason I think that's really fun is I've been to the America's Cup race when it was in San Francisco in 2013. Ah, I've nice. seen all of these catamarans and the foiling. And these are multi-million dollar boats. And so I find it really fascinating to see my personal and professional life uh, converge uh, at Team New Zealand. And, you know, knowing that they're using our software to get better performance out of their yachts. Yeah, the engineering that goes into those is unbelievable. 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 Yeah. So maybe in the future, we'll come back and talk more about CFD and the yachting world. Okay. Maybe we can test it out and make sure the designs <laughs> are adequate. It out. That's right. Do some inspection. <laughs> so what technologies or applications are you most excited about over the next few years? What I'm excited about in terms of applications and technologies is that, you know, we talked a little bit early on that I said, when we say a system, it ends up being this end product in the market, right? And it could be a smartwatch, it can be an electric vehicle. And I find that explaining that sort of application and use model to my family and friends is quite exciting because now they finally understand what I do. <laughs> Something they can relate to. <laughs> Something they can relate to. And it actually reminds me of, um, again, a, a lady that I met she was at Microsoft and uh, it was when, and I had a women's leadership conference, I'm going to say 2018, 2017-ish, something like that. She was giving a presentation. She was head of R&D and she shared, she's like, hey, my boys, my teenage boys finally think I'm such a cool mom. I tell them I'm responsible for the Xbox. <laughs> I just love that story because it's the same thing. It's like, I can tell my kids, I'm like, hey, you know, you know, you know your smartphone? Yeah, thank your mom for that. Hey, you know your... <laughs> Whatever, whatever gizmo gadget now, because the whole world is wireless, right? There's no industry left that isn't embracing wireless. I, I think you read my blog that I put on LinkedIn not too yes. long ago. High tech everything. Yep. Like it's everywhere. And I even talked about checking into a hotel, right? And you can use your phone and an app and all this good stuff. I mean, with wireless everywhere, cadence is everywhere, right? Helping those customers succeed. And so um, the lady's story about the Xbox and being cool as a microwave engineer to her kids really resonated with me. So what I think is very cool, not only in general terms, that what we do is finally easily communicated to the, the world en masse is that, you know, I like all these IoT devices I like these biomedical devices. I like wearables. I like EV. A lot of this stuff is green and it's good for the world and the planet. That excites me. Uh, although now I, I do have a sad story, you know, that I'm going to share about my love for IoT. So I have, you know, I have my garage door that's IoT and I have, you know, I have some medical stuff that's IoT and, you know, you log into your bank and all this stuff. And I have lights that are IoT and, um, talking about my smart light switches and lights that are all programmed out, outdoor whatever sort of lighting all on my little phone and my app and we switched recently to daylight savings right a couple of weeks ago and I'm like I really need to change these lights again so open up the app dang 
it's not working. I'm like, okay, I should download a new app. Great, download the new app. Still not working. Okay, double check, reset my password. This time. Lo and behold, there's a news story that comes out. The company just all of a sudden just shut shop, no notice. I love the IoT. I think it's really interesting where that's going to come. We started off talking about biomedical. That's really exciting. You know, there you also start taking some big data, machine learning. Um, I think the sky's the limit on what we're going to see explode out of that convergence of like biology and engineering, right? Computer science. Uh, that's a really exciting crossroads for me. Um, of course, the car, right? I say your car is like you're driving around on your cell phone now, really, or a computer. It's not really the car we know <laughs> yeah. um, from when we when we were kids and growing up, right? Um, yeah, I could tell stories about my daughter driving an electric vehicle and asking questions uh, about <laughs> cars. And you're like, you obviously never had a gas car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Our, uh, the younger kids our, these days are going to not drive anything but an electric with, car. So. Yeah, with our list of questions. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's how I'd answer that. Excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about the biomedical things that are coming come with, like you said, the big data, they'll be able to analyze stuff and be able to predict before you actually have a heart attack or a medical problem. Oh my they can tell you it's coming and treat you before. Mm -hmm. um, they're using all mm -hmm. types of radar to monitor blood pressure, your breathing rate, and oh, you know, yeah. all kinds of things. So and it's, it's all going to be non-invasive, yeah. right? That's what I'm excited about too, the preventative aspect, improving our quality of life. Well, great stories. I uh, really appreciate you sharing all this with me. Uh, thank you very much for talking with me today. So we covered a lot of very interesting applications that Cadence is enabling in several markets. And I love to hear about all the innovative new products that your uh, mm -hmm. platforms are enabling. It's great. Yeah. And come by at, uh, you know, IMS. Should we do a plug for IMS uh, 2022 in Denver? You know, we'll be in the Cadence booth. We'll be showing off my products. I got to name drop them. Clarity and EMX for electromagnetics, Celsius for thermal, uh, Sigurdy for signal and power integrity, as well as the AWR platform for all things microwave and RF. Love to talk systems, markets, verticals, people, women in tech. Come on by. <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll see you then in June in Denver. To our <laughs> listeners, you can find more podcasts at podcast.microwavegeneral.com. Thanks for listening.